0: This podcast is part of the Podbelly Network. Please visit podbelly.com to see a complete listing of all of our other shows.
1: It's about to be a fun ride. Follow along, watch as we slide. Paranormal just hit the lights. Bumps all through the night, mixing just a little bit of twain. That girl sure can't do a thing together. Hillbillies go insane. Laugh so hard it'll hurt your brain. Podcast, you won't ever change. These two here, they got the recipe. Set on back and listen in to some of our darkest mysteries, ain't, Welcome to Hillbilly Horror
0: Stories.
1: And now here's your host, Jerry and Tracy
0: Polly, and their dog ninja.
2: Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of Fear of the Week. we got Leslie to be up a little bit later to tell us some uh, interesting tidbits. And first though, we're going to be joined again by Kristen.
0: Hello again.
2: Kristen, we have a unique story tonight. This was from September 15th of 2019. I yeah. uh, actually got this from a, a website called ParaRational. Uh, and Cliff is the guy that does a lot of the writing up there. He's the one that wrote this article. But this is about a possible dogman attack of a woman who was killed.
0: Oh, God.
2: So, like I said, September 15, 2019, was Brenda Hamilton killed by a dogman?
0: Poor Brenda.
2: Brenda Hamilton, 77, was found shoulder deep in water in a roadside ditch, the victim of an animal attack.
0: It's a really deep ditch. What? <laughs> Shoulder teeth, <laughs> <deep>. damn! You <laughs> sure, that went like a creek or something.
2: Look, I can just go a over creek? what they said—a roadside ditch,
0: a roadside she creek. So
2: she was the victim of an animal attack. Three days later, she would die, leaving people wondering what animal mauled her. Oh my God. She was attacked about 5:30 a.m. on February 15th while walking her dogs into Pantago Community, which is about 135 miles east of Raleigh. This mm-hmm. is in North Carolina. Mm. A family in the area told investigators they were awakened by their dogs barking by the road and investigated to find Hamilton lying in a ditch, submerged up to her shoulder, shoulders in water.
0: Oh, so she was horizontally submerged. Yes. Okay.
2: The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office said they received a 911 call at 547 a.m. Beaufort County EMS and paramedics arrived to find Hamilton suffering from severe injuries to her head and arms as a result of the attack. Mm. A considerable amount of blood was found on the road, leading investigators to where Hamilton was found in a ditch, according to police press release. This indicated that she had been attacked in the road and had crawled or was drugged to the ditch. Oh my
0: goodness.
2: Brenda was transported to a local hospital, but succumbed to her injuries three days later without regaining consciousness. Ruling out the obvious, the initial suspicion fell upon Hamilton's two dogs that she walked with. To no one's surprise, Hamilton's DNA was found on the dogs, but they showed no sign of aggression when the police and EMS arrived on the scene.
0: Should have called Dr. Doolittle.
2: Could should have. Maybe
0: he could have got some answers.
2: Or call a pet psychic. Yeah,
0: there you go. I can
2: hook you up with one. <laughs> samples of 14 local area pets were taken, and none matched any of the samples taken from Hamilton's body. 49 different DNA tests were done and did determine, though, that at least or part of, the, of what attacked her is a dog, but was ultimately inconclusive as it could be any type of canine from a domestic dog to coyote, wolf, or something even more exotic. Western Carolina science teacher Maureen Hickman told commissioners the animal may have been the hybrid offspring of a dog and coyote or a dog and a wolf. Investigating the area, the investigators found some wet footprints in the road, but they were likely from the two dogs that were found on the scene. All in the conclusion is that the DNA testing has ruled out any single dog or species, but given no clear evidence as to what Brenda's attacker might have been. In addition to all this, bite marks couldn't be matched to any known animal. Even the number of teeth didn't match normal canines. Was it a black panther? In the wake of the attack on Hamilton and the lack of a culprit, friends and neighbors are looking to blame a black panther for the attack. Hamilton's cousin says that she believes the animal responsible is a cougar because she saw one outside her home just a few weeks before the attack. I was just in awe, and it just never looked at me. Just a gaze, jet black, with the longest tail you could ever imagine. Unimaginable, said Hamilton's cousin, Ollie Allen. Officials keep insisting that there are no cougars or black panthers in North North Carolina. Despite that, people keep seeing them. Mm-hmm. This video is from the Eagle's Nest Road in Grimsland, North Carolina. Obviously, I don't have a video to show you. Yeah. So, you can just imagine there's a panther or something in the
0: well, video. Well, I think, Mom, didn't they see um, talk of like some kind of panther or something on the farm by dads? Yeah. That's, I, I'm telling you, they exist. Well, this was out in here in Kentucky.
2: Yeah, but I think there are there's bobcats and everything else out. There. This was a black. And they have all mountain lions animal. in Kentucky. It was black.
0: Yeah, all black a panther. It was my probably aunt saw a it. Demon. And, oh my God,
2: there's a lot of there. There really is a lot of talk of of black panthers in this book right here. This book called Unexplained. There's actually a section on black panthers oh that people see. That was one of the animals that they saw at the Bell's Witch. They would see like the black panther and stuff down there.
0: That's crazy.
2: Even some investigators have said that some of the claw marks appear to be from a cat. The problem is that no DNA or physical evidence links this a cat, uh, this attack to a panther. In addition to this, panthers rarely attack people. In my experience, a cougar or panther would be far more likely to have attacked the dogs mm-hmm. that were with her. Yeah. So with no suspects, it's worth considering that Brenda Hamilton was killed by a dog man. This seems far-fetched or even ridiculous, but let's consider the facts. None of the reports mentioned that there were any signs of any animal feeding on her. I would expect if something attacked her because it was hungry, there would have been some type of signs of predation. All of the wounds mentioned were on her arms and head. Typical defensive wounds if your attacker is your height or taller. If dogs, wolves, coyotes had dragged her down... I would have expected some wounds to have been on her legs. If a cougar had attacked her, they prefer a surprise attack and typically go for the neck. The wounds were bad enough that some investigators thought that they could be from a cougar, but again, no DNA evidence indicated a large cat. The South is known for dogman sightings. Really? If panther sightings are enough to implicate large cats, wouldn't dogman sightings do the same?
0: So are we like, are we thinking like a werewolf? Well, that's
2: kind of what a dog man is, yeah. It's like a werewolf. Hmm. But I think most people, like a werewolf, people think about, hey, it's a regular person, and then they change into a, a wolf at a certain like, time. But like face. a dog man is like, that's what it is, like a Bigfoot. But it's more...
0: Half dog, half man. Yes. So, Ugh.
2: like the beast of Bray Road was a famous dog man type situation.
0: So, um, like a man did a dog and had a baby. I don't know
2: that that's what happened. I don't know that that's physically possible. I don't know. But, that is, <laughs> but maybe they were doing a doggy style. And, Ew,
0: gross.
2: That's not what this show's all about, Chris. Sorry, Kristen.
0: guys. Wrong <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 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 Ugh, poor girl. Though that's really sad and very scary.
2: It is really really scary. I
0: cannot imagine.
2: So anyway, that's kind of uh, kind of freaky,
0: freaky deaky.
2: It was freaky deaky. So now what we're going to do is we're going to bring on Leslie. And a couple of weeks ago, Kristen, we did um, different medieval torture Ooh. Um, devices and techniques. And we had a listener write in and say, "Hey, did, are you aware of some of the Native American torture techniques?" Oh, and That's what this episode is all about.
0: That's going to be interesting. Yeah.
2: So let's take a listen to Leslie.
0: All right. You are listening to The Fear of the Week
2: with author Leslie Fear. Hey, guys. Welcome to this edition of The Fear of the Week with author Leslie Fear. Pick up her books on Amazon. She's got six of them you can choose from. And all of them apparently are awesome because that's what she told me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it must be true. Of course it's true. You know it's true.
2: (laughs) So, Leslie, we did a segment uh, three, four, five weeks ago. And it was on torture and different types of, um, I guess, medieval torture devices. Mm -hmm. And we had a listener uh boyd reached out and uh to you personally since he just completely bypasses me now like i'm nothing but that's okay we love boyd (laughs) and but now boyd boyd reached out to you to suggest that uh maybe we do some stuff on native american torture and that was something that i didn't even know was a thing so i'm very interested to hear this
1: well yeah boyd right he said you know what i really enjoy You know hearing about the medieval torture devices so um, have you checked into native american and i was like you know what i mean we all know about scalping and all that but i didn't know any more than that so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take you up boyd so this is for you so everybody buckle up all right (laughs) so i'm just gonna pretty much um focus on men who were tortured um, just because I didn't get into the women and children, I just I didn't have it in me for this one. So uh, we're just going to do the men because you know they're scoundrels and all those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, when when you were captured by any Native American, uh, wh- whichever tribe, um, whether you were a scout like a trapper or someone who was getting the lay of the land for someone who was traveling, they would they would hire these men to find a, a safe place to travel and to, to find sustenance and to stay away from areas Native Americans would be. Anyway, so, but first, let me, let me say something. In this area where I was researching, the Iroquois tribe, and they were especially interesting to me because they were really, really brutal to their victims. And what was also interesting to me was they were a very matriarchal-led tribe, so the women would decide the fate of their prisoners. Interesting, huh? Hmm, I that's know. first. I know. So if you weren't good looking, I'm not even kidding. If you weren't good looking, if you were older or you were weak, you were kind of just not kept very long. And I'll we'll get there. So let's say a neighboring Native American uh, tribe member killed one of their members and or just a white man who was, you know, trapping animals or trying to lead the way for people trying to get down a path you know whatever they were captured it depended on what happened like if you had happened to kill one of their people whether they were important or not they would take vengeance on you and they would actually use you to replace that person that that you killed usually it was another Native American tribe member of another tribe that they would adopt into unless you were really strong or somebody that you know showed a lot of whatever so what they would do they would they would want you they would torture and beat you and and i'll get to the torture part but they would do that and see if you would submit and that was the that was one of the tests they would do and then um like i said if you were old whatever, they wouldn't probably keep you around very long. It's funny how the women have some part in that. That's kind of neat. No, he's not cute enough. Let's, like, let's get rid of him. So <laughs> every member of the tribe would take part in torturing, including the the women and children. and especially, but, but if the men didn't want to go up and take part in it, like if they were just feeling kind of bad about who, whomever, oh, no, you would get in a lot of trouble because not only were you not being loyal to your tribe, you are not being loyal to the person that maybe they're getting vengeance on or trying to just, you know, take vengeance on because you did, you wronged them in another way. So that was, that was pretty sick. That was pretty, pretty bad. And what they would do is they would tie someone to um, like a pole or like a, a stake And uh, they'd bind them. They would throw, you know, the kids would poke at their feet with knives. The women would like throw stones at them, those kinds of things. Also, their fingers would be cut off, not all of them, but, but some of the fingers so that they couldn't hold on to weapons if they ever did escape and or they let them go. So that was kind of yikes. And also, if they showed weakness or pain, even if they were somewhat attractive, they'd kill them because you can't show weakness or pain. You can't. And oh, the Iroquois—they were cannibals. They would eat their victims as well. Nice, huh?
0: What is up with people eating people? I don't
1: know. I, I. Well, and they. There's a lot
0: of food on the land.
1: I. <laughs> I know. I, eat a you know, berry, damn it. And I, you know, I could have probably gone deeper in that to find out. I think there was a reason for some of that because they mm-hmm. thought that some of them possessed whatever. Hey, I get the strength from this person. Or I get this from the other person, you know, that kind of thing. It was an essence kind of thing. Um, I don't, I didn't get into it m- too much, but I think that's kind of mm-hmm. where they were going with it. But let me tell you, there was an interesting story about this guy named Robert Pilson, and he was a scout for the U.S. government. And, he, and from, I think he was like born in, in 1840 in England, but he came here to the U.S. at age four. And he eventually settled in Wyoming, and he was like huge. He was a giant man. He was really strong, huge. I think he weighed over like 200 pounds. And he was a former trapper and farmer, but he knew the land. He knew what to eat. He knew what not to eat. He knew how to find water. He knew how to track, how to hunt, how to find paths. You know, he knew the countryside. He knew where the Native Americans were. But he was very valuable in his knowledge for travelers. And they would pay him for the navigation and uh, where to find food, you know, all those things. But the fun fact about this time, too... Apaches and Sioux, Native Americans, they had a reputation for being especially cruel as well. And one example is a little further south, when the tribe members ambushed a Mexican sheep herder and they tied his ankle over a cliff, stripped him naked, and left him hanging there to bake and shrivel in the Arizona sun. not nice? Mm. Yeah. Hanging upside down. Oh, Yikes. Gosh. That, that's, that's not a good way. Because you could live like that for probably days and just... Oh. I just can't even imagine. And that's just, yikes. No, that is messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. Maybe he was just a
2: big jerky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and, the, and they say that sometimes, you know, the, all the trappers, sheep herders, all this, they were, they were not nice to the Native Americans. And I'm not saying you have to be nice to get out of things, but also just being really not nice to and just being a jerk doesn't help you. So, mm-hmm. you know, that may have been why he got the especially cruel treatment. But back to Robert Pilson. So during one of his two-day treks um, he was he was around the Sioux um, Native American tribe and he was trying to track and and find a path for some of these travelers. And by the way, I say people t- paid him he actually wouldn't take payment for for this service for people. He didn't think that was the right thing to do. He just knew the countryside and he would just do this for them. So I thought that was really cool of him. Hey. Anyway, yeah, it was really cool of him. He was really tired. He needed a rest. So he, he slept around a group of rocks kind of was they, they were around him. It was during the day. By this point, it was really close to C- Casper, Wyoming. Well, he was awoken violent, violently tied to a horse before he could do anything. This guy's huge, but they probably had five or six guys on him by then. And he was led away from his world into the head camp, the Sioux tribe in Nebraska. Now that's a long way from Wyoming. You can just imagine what his mind was—what go- was going through his mind. He knew mm-hmm. what happened to these people. He was thinking, "I'm going to either be scalped or burned with s- stone tools, or dismembered, or disemboweled, blinded, mutilated. I don't know. Maybe cannibalized. I don't know." And uh, yeah, so when they arrived at camp, the chief, the the Sioux chief, that of the camp that he went to he was away so because he was gone the Sioux tribe they tied Pilsen to a stake and began a three-day marathon of torture and pain tomahawks and knives were repeatedly thrown at his head and body but Pilsen he just he took it he took that torture he showed no signs of breaking down he even smiled a couple times he never uttered a word and at the end of the three days the Sioux they became frightened of him so much that they called wow. the yeah, so much that they called the medicine man uh, because the, the chief. I guess he's the one in charge when the chief isn't there, and they called the medicine man and they're like, "Okay, uh, we need to have a counselor here because something's going on. This guy's like not breaking down. We don't. We've never had this, you know." And the medicine man said, "He's an evil spirit, and uh, he'll destroy you if you continue to do this. So quit slowly, ex- You know, executing him. You know, don't do this." Well. This had a huge impact on the Native Americans because they were very superstitious as well. So Pilsen was immediately untied. His wounds were dressed and he was allowed to heal. So when the Na- so when the chief finally arrived, they all told him what happened and how Pilsen responded. And of course, he was treated with the utmost respect from the chief as well, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> Nothing was too good wow. for him. They treated him with fine furs and all the food he wanted. Dude, the dude could eat. Now, let me tell you, this guy... I said he was big he I'll tell you more about that in a minute the dude was big Um, and he probably they probably offered him women as well I mean who knows you know I'm just saying back then you were the king over there because they were afraid of you and they were superstitious so he was very well respected so much so that when they allowed him to leave he said I'll come back I'll come back for a visit (laughs) I know you almost killed me but I'll be back and they were probably like oh uh, okay <laughs> shoot oh you go okay you know but anyway yeah um, so, no, please don't <laughs> i don't, don't don't but um but no they be actually part, departed friends and so anyway so he and I, th- I think he did go back i didn't go all into that because we only have so much time and i gotta go soon but he did get older and he went back to farming the dude died at age 56 or 59 um, in in 1899, he weighed 529 pounds. Whoa. I know. What the dude could eat. <coughs> <laughs> but he was very well respected, knew his stuff. And I'm telling you what, he he made it through stuff that I know I never could have made it through that. I don't know very many people that could have. So mm-hmm. that is the story for Boyd. Of a very interesting character, Robert Pilson, and I want to thank Boyd for this uh, little suggestion because it was very interesting and I enjoyed it very much. It was a good yeah, ending That was a good story. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good yeah. story. So there you go.
0: Boyd,
2: Boyd's a good guy. We had a chance to meet him uh, back in August.
1: Oh, that's nice. Did he come to one of your shows? Uh-huh. Yeah, he
2: actually lives not. He's like within forty minutes of us.
1: Oh wow! You know when I when you guys do one of your shows, um, it doesn't even have to be this side of the. Mason-Dixon line. Maybe I'll maybe I'll join you for one of them. We'll do some of the fear of the weeks. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. What are you going to say? No. <laughs> we just know you're not
2: going to travel this far anyway so it really doesn't matter hey
1: you know what you know what i can if i want yeah so in your face yeah in your face (laughs) but uh, that's all i got
2: well leslie thanks for coming on and and sharing more torture stories because you know we can't get enough
1: torture here
0: i'm just glad that guy stayed strong i think that's amazing
1: yeah he he really no he that was that was really cool and i wish i they really didn't have that much more information than i actually told you they just don't have that much on his life but what Mm -hmm. i did find out i thought was amazing and i kudos to him and good for him that was awesome yeah yeah
2: les thanks for coming on babe
1: you're welcome and i'll see myself out
2: well those were definitely not for the squeamish were they
0: Ugh, cannot even imagine
2: i think my favorite i keep saying favorite like these are good things i know i love
0: that so much (laughs) i love that
2: (laughs) But, like, when she was talking about they hit, they hung the one guy, like, off the cliff by his legs and just <gasps> let him in the, what was it, the hot Arizona sun and just let him just stay there until he just eventually just Dried died. Dried up like a prune. Yeah, that's.
0: Damn, whew. they're straight savage. Literally. <laughs> Savages. <laughs>
2: All right, guys, that puts the end on this uh, gruesome Story. Everything from old women getting killed by dog men to gruesome Native American torture techniques.
0: Good stories.
2: Yeah. So go get you something to eat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hope <laughs> right. you're hungry now. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.